All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Uh, if this is your first time watching me, uh, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself, people who want to be in business, people who want to turn that side hustle to a full-time hustle, people who are trying to, you know, figure out a way to, to, to better their situation. I help you get your business paperwork together. So things like getting your business registered with the state, getting EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, uh, making sure you have appropriate contracts, operating agreements, non-disclosure agreements, uh, basic brand protection strategies, um, hiring policies. I help you do all of those things. If you are wondering why I am qualified to help you do all of those things, so happy you asked. I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for 14 years and counting. I have started multiple businesses for myself and others both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, hey, 76 Grimke, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. Um, so that's why I'm here. So if you are in the beginning stages of business, if you're in the startup phase or you're, you're still kind of tinkering around with what you want to start as a business, um, I want you to, to connect with me. And the best way to do that is to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. That is the only link in my bio on Instagram and it's all over my page on Facebook. Um, yes. And there you can book uh, a one-on-one -on -one coaching session where I will take you step-by-step -step through all of the, the parts of getting your business legit. So I'll show you, you know, how to register with the state. I'll show you where to go get your EIN number. Um, you know, I'll take you, um, I'll show you where to go get, you know, sample operating agreements. We'll talk about your brand protection strategies. You'll get all that plus a PDF document. If you just kind of need a pick my brain session, I do have a Tuesday special called Talk to Me Tuesdays where, you know, for $25, $25 you can pick my brain for 25 minutes. You can just do your rapid fire questions. Um, and if you're a first time client, you get a complimentary 15 minute consultation. So make sure you take advantage of those as well. If you um, are still trying to figure out what kind of business you want to start, uh, you can uh, at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Okay. Uh, but that is enough about me. Let's get on to the show. The way that the show works is that I pull stories from the news stories that you lovely people send me stories that I see on blog sites. And I pull the ones that have lessons that we can as owners and we chat, we talk about them. Okay. So this is a time for us to all be involved. Don't be shy. I know we got some, we got a core group. I got my core group here. I got a tie. I got Margaret. I got Zephyrina. There's one more person in here. Who is that? I don't know, but you know, um, girls are here. Uh, so, you know, I expect y'all, you know, y'all always give me good feedback. So I'm expecting that today. All right. Um, yes, Natalia. All right. So we are going to get started. Okay. 
first story that we are talking about tonight. Okay. Um, I posted a picture in my stories earlier today and I asked you guys, uh, it, it was a story of the, it was a picture of a show, the great British bake off. And I asked, um, in the poll, I asked if anybody watched the show. Most everybody said no who answered, but I want to know from this crowd who's watching right now, have any of you ever watched The Great British Bake Off? I believe it's on Netflix. Um, if you have, just give me a yes in the comments. Um, uh, now, you know, Netflix, they do cook, they do like, you know, cooking competitions, right? I really enjoy the, the, the cooking shows on Netflix. And Great British Baking Bake Off is one of them. You watch the 76 Grim K? Okay. Awesome. Um, oh, okay. So you guys have seen it. So you guys know the host of the Great British Bake Off. If you know the name of the host from the Great British Bake Off, please put her name in the comments. If you know the name of the host of the Great British Bake Off, please give me her name in the comments, okay? I'm going to tell you why, why this is important because if y'all, if y'all give me the name, you know, I'll, I will understand why this lady did what she did. You haven't seen his Zephyrina? That's cool. Uh, I'm going to see if 76 Grimke or Margaret Massey can tell me, um, the name of the host for the great British Bake Off because apparently it's, you know, it's a name that carries some weight, even though I hadn't heard of it before today. Okay. So I don't see anything from you guys. That's okay. Um, sometimes, you know, the name of the host slips, uh, slips by us, but, um, if you have watched, you can't recall her name. Okay. That's cool. Uh, the name of the host of that show, her name is Mary Berry. Um, she is 85 years old. Um, Margaret doesn't remember either. Okay. Her name is Mary Berry. She's 85 years old. Um, and you know, because of the popularity of the great British Bake Off, she is launching, you know, she has plans to launch her own line of jams and spice mixes, right? Um, here's the problem. Well, not a problem, but Mary Berry, uh, actually it is a problem. Mary Berry is, um, trying to, uh, protect her name. She is trademarking her name because her name and her image are being misused to sell CBD oil. Now, my, 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 my A1s from day one, my core group of watchers, you know that a couple of weeks ago, we talked about a story where Clint Eastwood filed, um, a, uh, uh, um, filed a lawsuit against, um, three different CBD oil companies because, they were using his face and his name saying that, you know, he used their CBD oil and it changed his life and da, 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 da. Meanwhile, Clint Eastwood has never used CBD oil in his life. He doesn't support it. It's not his thing. Um, well, apparently the same thing is happening to Mary Berry. There is a CBD oil company that is, has made an entire, you know, fake kind of testimonial saying that Mary Berry uses this CBD oil and it's changed her life and blah, blah, blah. And Mary is like, uh, first of all, I don't even use CBD oil. Second of all, I've never even heard of this company. Um, and I guess, you know, she's realizing the clout that her name carries at this point 
plus she's trying to come out with her own line of uh, products. So she is trademarking her name um, so others can't use it, right? Um, and I think this is a really smart uh, thing for her to do. She's launching her own line of products, right, of jams and spices. She doesn't necessarily want her name to be associated with what is essentially a cannabis product, whether it's CBD or THC, they're all derived from the same plant. And for some people, that's not something that they want to be associated with, shape, or form. So Mary Berry is taking steps to protect her name because people are out here saying that she's using CBD oil and she's like, no girl, I don't. <laughs> okay. Ooh, y'all, Trina is just going live. If y'all didn't know that, I love Trina. Um, <laughs> sorry, it just popped up on my phone. Uh, anyway, but good luck to Mary Berry. Um, next story that we are talking about. Um, so, how many of you guys can relate to, you know, you have a song, it's just come out, and it's like your song, and you just want to sing along, but you don't know the lyrics so you go online and look up the lyrics on some website. If you have ever looked up the lyrics to, you know, your favorite song or a song that, you know, that's new and you want to know the lyrics to, if you've ever looked them up online, give me the emoji of the person with the hands up. If you have ever looked up lyrics to a song on the internet, give me the emoji of the person with their hand up. I was just doing that today. I do it all the time. I love looking up song lyrics because I always get the words wrong. <clears throat> so, if you have ever looked up song lyrics, give me the emoji of the person with the hand up. Um, hi, Lotus, we create. Now, um, there are a lot of sites that let you, you know, that, that do this, that house lyrics for all types of songs. Um, one of the more popular ones is Genius Lyrics. And I know because, you know, whenever I'm looking for lyrics to a song, Genius Lyrics is usually one of the first options that pops up. Um, well, recently, Genius Lyrics um, filed a copyright infringement suit against Google um, because they said that Google was, was uh, using their their um, material on their sites, meaning the lyrics that they copied from songs, uh, that Google took those lyrics and used them for their own lyrics uh, identifier. Okay? Thank you, Zephyrina. Uh, Lotus Recreate, I think that was, that was an accident. I'm not letting anybody in the show right now. But um, it's okay. Oh my God, y'all, yesterday Italia was looking up the lyrics to WAP. <laughs> Girl, there's not... <laughs> okay, yes. So yeah, we look up lyrics all the time. Thank you, thank you, thank you, right? So um, you know that there are tons of sites that will let you read the lyrics to a song. Thank you, 76 Grimke, right? Um, but... These sites, they don't create the lyrics. They literally just either have some type of software or even a person, you know, or people who come in and kind of listen to the song and write it down. And they actually have to get a license to do this. Uh, so Genius Lyrics 
apparently filed a lawsuit against Google because Google was copying lyrics from Genius Lyrics and putting it on their own kind of lyrics database. Um, and when they brought this lawsuit to the court, what do you think the court did? Because they brought a copyright infringement suit against Google. Now remember, copyrights protect works of arts that you create. So when you create a poem, a song, a painting, uh, a choreographed dance, you can protect it by copyright. So when Genius Lyrics, this website that posts lyrics to songs that already exist, uh, when they brought a copyright infringement suit against Google for copying the lyrics that they essentially copied, what do you think the court said? Oh, for your podcast? I didn't know you had a, po a podcast, Natalia. I love podcasts. Um, put the link in the comments, girl. Um, yes. So what do you think the, the, the court did when Genius brought, when Genius Lyrics brought this copyright infringement suit against Google? Anybody have a suggestion? Yes, Margaret. Margaret be on it. Margaret, I like the way your mind works. Absolutely. They threw this case out. They said, Genius Lyrics, girl, you didn't write these songs. You copied these lyrics down. As a matter of fact, you had to get permission from the people who actually owned the song. Yes, 76 Grim K dismissed it. Y'all are such a good group. I love it. Genius Lyrics does not create these lyrics. You are literally copying them. You don't have any rights to the lyrics in and of yourself. That Genius Lyrics tried to make the, the argument that it was a breach of contract that when people sign up for on their site, you know, they agree to not use the lyrics for commercial purposes. Girl, anybody can go online and listen to the song and write down the lyrics. The judge said, this is ridiculous, and they threw the case out. When you are suing for copyright infringement, make sure that you are actually the creator of the work that you are claiming copyright in. So Genius Lyrics got, you know, they got their face cracked. Uh, the judge was like, you're not, you don't create new content. You haven't created anything here. Therefore, you have no rights. So they dismissed the case. Thank you guys. You guys are awesome. You totally listen. Um, <clears throat> all right. Okay. So we're moving on to our next story, but we before we do, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where we learn business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you're in the startup phase of your business and you need help getting your business life together, getting your paperwork together, your articles of incorporation, uh, getting your contracts together, basic brand protection strategies, hiring policies... I'm here to help you with that. I've got 14 years of experience and a passion for helping entrepreneurs achieve their dreams. So go to linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm and connect with me today. Okay. Now moving on to our next story. I need to give a warning. If any of you have little ones watching, you may want to have them leave the room or cover their ears. Or if you have sensitive ears, you may want to leave the broadcast because we are going to be using an expletive, um, and I just want to warn you, I'm going to use it several times because it has to do with the story, okay? I'm not saying it to be rude. I'm not saying it to be fresh. Mom, I know you watch. This is because it's in the story. <laughs> I'm not just being on here talking nasty. Um, <laughs> okay. 
All right. So you guys, um, if you guys didn't know, uh, I am from Massachusetts, uh, and I went to Boston college and down the street from Boston college was, um, our kind of rival Boston university. Um, Boston university, they're, they're known all over the world. They have some amazing programs. Um, you know, and they're, they're a, a world renowned school. Um, well, B Boston University has recently filed a trademark um, for a slogan for a new public health initiative that they're trying to get going. And the name of the slogan that they are trying to protect is called Fuck It, Won't Cut It. That is the name of the phrase. Fuck It, Won't Cut It. Now, what does that mean? How is this a public health initiative? Now, we all know we are in the age of, okay, thank you, Italia. We are in the age of Corona. We are in the age of COVID-19, right? And some people, because, you know, maybe, maybe because, you know, they're not used to being home all the time, or, you know, they don't believe that, you know, COVID is that serious. They are, uh, you know, so some of y'all, y'all still out here going to bars, you're still out here going to parties. You're not social distancing. You're not wearing your mask, which is why the United States is banned from pretty much every other country around the world because we have not been taking COVID-19 seriously. Well, there is, uh, you know, a student-led um, campaign on BU campus where they are trying to encourage people to follow the guidelines to prevent COVID-19, and it is called fuck it won't cut it the premise behind this campaign is that you just saying fuck it i'm gonna do what i want to do anyway is not going to help us cut down the rates of covid19 now it's not just these students boston university this world-renowned prestigious university is putting their support behind them trademarking this phrase bu themselves is trying to trademark this phrase with the f-bomb in it right? Why, why do you think BU is trying to do this? Why? Like, give me, give me some reasons. Why do you think a world-renowned university like Boston University would be willing to put their name behind a phrase that has a, an expletive in it, especially an, a, a strong enough expletive like, fuck it. You don't just walk around saying fuck all day, right? But they're willing to uh, they're willing to trademark this phrase and put it on their roster of intellectual property because of this public health initiative that they are trying to get going. Why do you think BU is so willing to put their name behind this phrase that uh, in this student-led campaign? What do you think? Let me know. And I'm going to let you know why I, why I think they're willing to do it. I think that because... BU is known for their public, for their public health, um, program. You know, they're really concerned with what's going on with coronavirus and COVID-19. They're trying to get the word out there to get people to do what they're supposed to do so we can cut down these rates. Um, Zephyrina said, maybe they feel passionate enough that it's actually going to reach people. Atalia Young said the irony, we was trying to keep people out. Now they're keeping us out. Yes, that's all right. We were, uh, we were, uh, we, uh, quotation marks, we were trying to keep people out of this country. Now we can't go nowhere. Margaret Massey said to make money, hats, sweaters. 
Uh, no, I don't. I don't necessarily think so, Margaret. <clears throat> Atalia Young said for the younger generation. Yes, because again, this is a campaign that is being led by students on the Boston um, who are attending Boston University. But Boston University, the faculty, this application was actually filed by the Boston University Board of Trustees. So they are well aware of what's happening and they are behind it 100%. They're like, look, COVID ain't no joke. These students, they're doing something amazing and we want to support them. So BU, Boston University, actually has a trademark application right now um, in the USPTO called Fuck It, Won't Cut It to try and help, you know, raise awareness about what we need to do to cut down rates of infection from COVID-19, okay? Um, So, another question I have for you guys, do you think BU is going to get this trademark uh, approved? Do you think the USPTO is going to approve this slogan trademark by Boston University? Do you? Give me a yes or a no. And remember, um, the fact that there's a swear in it doesn't matter anymore. Remember, we talked about that case a few months ago. The Supreme Court ruled that just because something, you know, is, uh, might be crude or, you know, offensive or obscene, that does not prevent it from being, from, from being protected. So do you think that BU is going to be able to get this slogan approved by the USPTO? Or do you think that they might get some pushback? What do you think? What do you think? Hey, hey, what do you think? Um, and I think we're actually going to have some time for some questions real quick. Um, uh, Zephyrina said, yes, you think that they're going to get it approved? 76 Grimke thinks that they're going to get some pushback. Uh, Margaret Massey says that, um, no, it's general. My husband used to say that all the time. Your husband used to say, fuck it, don't cut it. What did I miss? Sorry. (laughs) Um, anyway, so we're kind of split half and half in here. We've got some people saying that BU is going to get some pushback from the USPTO. We've got some people here who think that BU is going to be able to get it approved. Um, I think that BU has a large, you know, they've got, um, uh, why not? Natalia, you, you never know. You never know. But I think that BU, they've got enough prestige and they've got enough money to have a, a, a good team of lawyers who that even if they get some pushback, they can probably write some pretty persuasive arguments. But I really don't foresee there being a whole lot of pushback from this as you know it's supposed to be a public health initiative it's supposed to be you know to help raise awareness about covid because you know we need all the help we can get y'all we are banned from many countries (laughs) hi ipca so um good luck to be you in trying to trademark uh that that phrase good luck okay um so we have how much time do we have okay we have some time uh, one quick update before we go into Q&A mode, because we're going to have time for Q&A. Um, some of you have talked to me about, you know, people stealing your, um, you know, Instagram captions uh, and things of the like. Um, and apparently, well, not apparently, but now it is going to be easier 
for bloggers and, you know, people who primarily operate in the social media spaces to copyright your works, um, on the internet. Um, there is an option for you to copyright, you know, your blog posts or your social media posts, um, in groups of up to 50 works, um, short works. They can be between 50 and 17,000 words. Um, they have to be published on a, a site, um, a website or some type of online platform like a newspaper first. And they all, and all of the posts have to be published within three months of each other. Okay. So if you are a person, if you are a blogger, if you make money from blogging, or if you are, you know, a, a, a social media, uh, a person who operates in the social media space and you know, you, you're one of those people who writes those very detailed Instagram captions. These things can be protected by copyright and you could like, if you're a person, you plan out your content for the month and let's say you've got 30, you know, 30 days of posts and Instagram captions and things like that. You can actually get these copyrighted and protect them so that if people are out here trying to steal captions, cause we know that happens, that happens a lot. Some of you have contacted me about that. There is now a way for you to protect your intellectual property in these social media spaces, okay? Um, so I just wanted to update you guys about that really quickly. So we have about five minutes before we end and we close out for the week. Remember, today is Thursday, so we're not going to be on tomorrow. Um, that's what you were curious about? Okay, all right. So, well, I'm glad that, that I was able to quell your curiosity, my dear Zephyrina. Um, so yeah, so, well, now we have four more minutes before we end for the week. Um, this is your time to ask your questions about, you know, any of the stories that we covered. Margaret Massey asked, um, are they going to add anything to it? Like wear your masks? How will people know what it is supposed to mean? Margaret, I am not sure how that's going to happen. They've just filed the application. I saw some, I saw some prototypes of materials that they are designing for this campaign. I'm sure it's going to be a series of posters and things like that. Um, but you could Google, you know, the BU, fuck it, won't cut it, you know, public health initiative. And I'm sure you'll be able to find some prototypes of the things that they plan on coming out with. So it's not just going to be that phrase. It's like going to be kind of like, you know how they have the, the cigarette smoking commercials where it says truth. And then you have, you know, the whole, whatever, uh, the, the whole commercial behind it. I think it's going to be something like that. Okay. Um, okay. So we have three more minutes. So if you guys have questions about business formation, so registering your business with the state, EIN numbers, DUNS numbers, basic brand protection strategies, anything about com uh, contracts. <laughs> Thank you, Zephyrina. Now is your time to ask, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <clears throat> make sure that you connect with me at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel and to the podcast. If you have missed any of the previous episodes or any part of this episode, you can always rewatch on YouTube or listen to it on uh, the podcast, and you could subscribe to those when you go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Don't forget to set up your one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions. Make sure that you check out my e-store gumroad.com forward slash NPL consulting firm, where you can find all of my digital products, like my video trainings on that, on showing you how to get EIN numbers, showing you how to get DUNS numbers, showing you how to put together a simple operating agreement. Um, so there's lots of things going on at link, um, you know, in the NPL consulting world. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't see any questions coming up. So we might close out just a couple of minutes early. I want to wish you guys a happy and safe weekend. Take care of yourselves, wear your masks, um, social distance, wash your hands, stay out of bars, um, and, um, take care of yourselves. Okay. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.